Hey there, sweet sister friend. Welcome back to the Shine with Brandy show and happy new year. Oh my goodness, 2023. It seems like just yesterday I was dancing to an FM radio station to Prince's song, Party Like It's 1999. I believe it was released in the early 90s. So that would have put me big hair middle school years. And I don't know about you, but that is a song that still when it comes on the radio, I can go ahead and sing every single word and dance like no one is watching. All right, so today is a bittersweet message for me, and I am praying that you glean wisdom and insight and revelation, not as you just hear this story today, but really in your own life. I'm going to be dropping some Holy Spirit truth bombs, and I pray that they resonate deep within your spirit and perhaps confirm something that the Lord has been placing on your heart or affirm something that you have been feeling led to do. Uh, again, that is a Holy Spirit unction, if you will. So if you have been following me, perhaps either on social media, my blog, or on this podcast, you may have heard parts of this story today um, overall, because it's really the story of Shine. And so while I started it, actually I began it in 2013, but didn't really fully launch until um, 2015. So it took me a couple of years to get up the backbone to say, okay, I'm leaving my well-paid you know, job and life of comfort and ease, and I'm going to launch out into this world of entrepreneurship, having never been an entrepreneur and not really knowing what to expect, having no business background and whatnot. So in the fall of 2016, so it had been about a year after I had left my job, and now I was one year out and I was completely floundering. And I was, you know, and very involved in a church. I had been saved at this point, and you may have heard part of this story. So just sit tight with me here, y'all. But I was also um, involved in an extramarital affair. And so I know that the Lord, he was not punishing me, but he was not going to bless me because of just the way in which I was walking. Now, he did bless me, I will tell you that, but he was not going to bless the business, right? Here I was setting out to help women get healthier, stronger, more confident, and I wasn't any of these things. So in the fall of 2016, I made an appointment with my pastor in Cleveland. I was still living there at the time, and I needed clarity on what I believe God was saying to me. Because after all, in 2013, that is where the vision of shine came to me, literally on a run. And so while it took me those two years to get up the backbone and you know to be able to have the um, gumption to be able to walk away from my job, um, and then I entered in this relationship, I really felt though that there was still a mission and a message from the Lord. You know, and that vision was imparted into me a few years earlier. And I thought, okay, well, clearly, you know, I'm not doing something right because I'm investing in all these programs and I'm doing all these things and I'm setting up the emails and I'm setting up the courses and I'm setting up the, you know, calls and the webinar is running and everything. So as I met with Pastor Jim, I was just crying out and I, you know, first of all, it's awkward to be crying in front of a man, you know, somebody you don't know, let alone a pastor who literally is the shepherd every single week when you go to church. So I was trying to explain my situation. Now, of course, I did leave out the part about the extramarital affair. Okay. I'm just gonna be real about that. And I had shared with him that, you know, look, I've invested almost $25,000 at this point and I'm launching into the world of digital media and I'm learning landing pages and sales funnels and lead magnets and a gazillion other marketing tools and terms that I had no clue what they were, you know, six months prior. And here I am now attempting to air quote, turn clicks into clients and nothing was just really working. Nothing was really working. And so Pastor Jim 
not only is he a successful church pat church pat church pastor pardon me uh, and planter you know he had also had a background in business and so he leaned back in his chair and he said you know what franny i i know you and i believe that you did hear clearly from god it's not that you're not hearing from him and he was like, but I feel like you are missing the details. He was like, I feel like you had a conference call with God, you know, like you were in a meeting with God. And when you felt like you heard the vision and he explained it to you, you just went running out of the office. You went running out of that meeting and you got started without him. And man, was he right? Because I was doing my business the world's way. And I guess what? I was living the world's way. I was living in the world, even though I was air quote Christian and I was doing all the things and the Bible studies and I was going to my, you know, youth group and leading that group of girls talk about hypocrite, like at its finest. And I'll share with you guys that today is going to be very vulnerable. And I might get a little teary eyed here as I walk through some of this. I know that I've been redeemed, but there's still emotions and uh, attachments to many of these things. So this was a turning point for me. Because at that point, I was like, okay, Lord, like I'm not putting you at the center. Matthew 6.33 says, seek God above all else. And I was like, I'm not seeking you. Obviously, not only in my life, um, you know, my personal life, but in my business as well. So at that point, I really started saying, okay, I'm going to work with heart-centered entrepreneurs. That's a kind of a big buzz term. And I'm going to work with Christian entrepreneurs and people who are, you know, proclaiming you as their CEO and their boss of their life. And I was like, okay, I'm all in. And... I'm just going to be real sister and let you know that the Holy Spirit convicted me (laughs) because he was like, you know what? You want to do this, but you're living this way. So thankfully the Holy Spirit conviction literally chided me and led me to walk away from that relationship. And again, you might know that I then moved to Florida shortly thereafter. And I was like, I just need to get away. I just need a fresh start. And perhaps that is a word for one of you today who might be, and I'm not saying that you might be in an affair, but you might be in a situation where you just need a fresh start, that you might need to just step aside and step out of something, a life of sin that you might be living. And God might be just sharing that with you today. And that's a bonus. That's not in my show notes. So I ended that relationship. I moved to Florida. And really at this point, I moved beyond shine. I was like, you know what? I need to leave shine behind because it's not yielding any financial gain. And so I went ahead and I got a job back in the world of academia, which is what I knew, what my degrees were in, what my training had been in, and all my career to this point. So as I mentioned, shine was not a viable means of, you know, providing a viable financial, you know, successful career. So here I am now, several years later, right? So that was 2017. I kind of did a couple years in the school system. And then I ended up getting a job with a, um, a food company actually. And that was super fun. But now here I am at another crossroads. All right. And I'm going to be extremely vulnerable and transparent with you on today's show. So some things, as I mentioned, you know, might be a little bit scary to put out there, but I just feel compelled that the Holy Spirit has this message and in a divine timing that perhaps one person, one listener out there will be changed from this. So sister, I strived. I was learning. I was investing. I was putting it all out there. And I went all in to the business in 2020. 
when I was let go from my job prior to COVID, it was just a few weeks prior to COVID and the company downsized completely, um, firing 16 of us at that point, I felt like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to commit to shine full time. You know, this is right after post pandemic. And I'll be honest, prior to that, it had been a very expensive time consuming hobby. (laughs) Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to pick it back up. And it was great because all of the digital marketing and the thousands and thousands of dollars and countless hours and the things that I learned. And like I said, the sales funnels and the landing pages and all the things at this point, they were very, very, very uh, applicable skills that many people were wanting to learn because now the world had shut down and everything had gone virtual. So after that, literally $100,000 almost over the last you know five years of being in my business, people were now reaching out to me like, how do I do this? What do I do? How do I, you know, set this up? Even how do I do a zoom call? How do I use, you know, Calendly? And I was like, let me tell you. And so all the countless hours and the business, you know, and coaches and retreats and courses and all the things that I had invested in. Now I was like, Lord, this is a Romans eight twenty eight moment. Like this is where I get to put it all. It's all going to work for my good. And it did. And I was very successful for that first probably nine months right out of um, COVID, right when at the onset of COVID. And in the meantime, I had applied for a job with Dave Ramsey and I was in the throes of going through that interview process. And they tell you very honestly and upfront, look, we are slow to hire and quick to fire. This will take at least 12 to 18 months for you to go through this process. So I was kind of hanging on like, okay, I still have shine going. That's, you know, very lucrative at this point and I'm moving forward. But now here we are, we just turned the calendar to 2023 and I will be completely transparent and tell you that over this last year, I have struggled, not only have things like the breakup that I thought was headed to the altar, you know, that has rocked my world, but also financially, I've had some extremely profitable months, you know, in the last, this past year in 2022, but there were many months where I didn't make a single dollar. 100% full transparency there. And I did not have enough to sustain myself. And even now I'm in a situation, many of you know that I um, travel full time and that was really by choice, really with the onset of COVID. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to travel. And then, um, and that was before COVID. I made that decision after I was let go of my job. So let me back up there for a second. And now this past year, it was because I couldn't afford it. And I was like, you know what? I can't afford to buy a house. Let's just be real. The market is crazy right now, okay? So many people can't afford to buy, you know, $600,000 two-bedroom condo. But I kept on trying all these new things. And I was adding a membership group. And then I was going to, I launched a course a quarter, which is what they tell you to do in the business marketing world, you know, the online marketing world. And all the industry experts suggest this. And so I was doing all the things again. And I just got wrapped up into that spiral, And again, sweet sister, I pray this message is for you. Maybe you are getting wrapped up and maybe not, maybe it's not in business. Maybe it's in a relationship or maybe it's, maybe it is in your career. Maybe there is something that you are getting all tangled up in the worldly ways of living. And God wants to say to you enough. So all of these attempts were futile, at least in terms of worldly ways. 
you know, but they were not enough to give me a viable income. And I questioned God's plan, you know, his promise and his plans of Jeremiah 29. And I was, you know, literally throwing my hands up saying like, what is your definition of good God? Like, I don't understand. And I myself threw my hands up in frustration and I asked, what am I doing wrong? Because clearly I'm doing everything, air quote, that the industry experts are telling me. And I'm praying and I'm seeking God. I'm having business meetings with heaven and I'm doing all the things. And I was losing sleep over my bank account and I was eating my emotions and I was avoiding conversations and people because guess what? I didn't want to have to explain my situation. And that was uncomfortable and that was not who I was. And I was like, Lord, this is rocking me to my core. But just as God does, and just in his most subtle, loving, genteel, and gentle way, he led me to scripture. And I dove into the story of Abraham. I would encourage you to go back and read the story for yourself because I'm sure you will glean lots of great insights here. But the promise of his son Isaac, you know, Abraham waited 25 years for the promise of his child to be born. And to be fulfilled in terms of he will be the father of great need of a great nation and you know millions of descendants that will outnumber the stars. And so now, here you know about eighteen years old. Isaac is about eighteen years old, so we're talking almost forty years after fifty. Sorry, and God says to him, "Okay, I want you to go and I want you to sacrifice your son. I want you to go and I want you to bring him up to the mountain and I want you to carry the wood and do all the things which." Again, as you read back in the story, you will see that he is a shadow of Jesus carrying the wood for three days. He carries it up the mountain. Now, unlike Abraham, (laughs) who quickly obliged um, in God's request, I struggled for months with this because I was in the throes of planning the retreat this past year. And I was like, Lord, I can't lay this down. I can't just cancel this retreat. I can't just do this. And there was so much opposition leading up to it. I thought, well, maybe this is what I'm supposed to be doing. But then I would have all these glimmers of literally sparkles of like, oh yeah, you're supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be doing this. And I don't know, because I, I really don't know if it was the Lord. You know, Now looking back, the um, retreat was such a wonderful experience for me and for so many. I can't help but think it was the Lord. But I also know that the enemy comes disguising himself as light. And we oftentimes are drawn to the shiny objects that glitter like gold and that lead us into temptation, that lead us into deception. And the worst thing about deception is you don't even realize you're in it. Let me say that again. You don't even realize you're in it. There have been many a times I've been deceived and that light has been from the enemy. And I definitely have thought, oh, well, this is the Lord. No. God doesn't lead you into sin. God doesn't lead you into temptation. So what really clinched this for me though was um, I listened to a prophetic pastor, Craig Cooney. If you don't follow him, I would encourage you to do so. He has YouTube and Instagram and a daily blog and several books and lots of great prophetic resources. And so on a video message he had probably about four or five months ago, um, he spoke to spoke something so clearly and it just really resonated in my spirit. And I pray that this resonates for you too today, sister. He said, your calling remains the same, but your assignment is the thing that changes. Let me say that again. You might want to tweet that. Your calling remains the same, but your assignment is the thing that changes. And I went and I journaled about this and the Lord spoke to me and said, you know what? This is beyond your calling and it's beyond your assignment. And it all starts with your identity. Because we need to recognize and realize, sweet sister, that 
It is our identity as a daughter of the king, as a son of the king. If you are a guy listening, thank you so much. Thank you to all my listeners. But we are called to be children of God. We are called to be a son or a daughter. And he's called you into something specific that he would individually assign you for. Now, that might change in different seasons of your life. And we certainly hope it changes because we're not the same person we were. Even before you start listening to this, I pray that there is something that has spoken to you that has changed you. Maybe you think a little bit differently. And so one thing that I know that in this season that I learned is that sometimes God will dim your life, light, pardon me, in one area when he wants to illuminate another area for you to explore or to discover something new. So that is not going to help just you fulfill your destiny, but other people. Remember, our following and our calling and our destiny is also contingent on someone else fulfilling theirs. So when you step forth in faith and when you step out and you do the thing that you feel God is leading you to, you're going to meet someone. You're going to be positioned to help someone also enter into the promised land. God is going to align you and assign you to people and to situations that only you can fulfill. Now he can use anybody, but why wouldn't he want to use you? If you're breathing, he wants to use you. So that really was a powerful awareness for me because again, you know, I was thinking like, okay, God illuminated this one area of my life and I'm supposed to be doing this. And my dear free, um, sweet friend, Lori, she's always said to me, if the grace is lifted and there's no joy in it and there's no peace to lead it, then guess what? It might be time for you to move on. And I'd heard that before in terms of shine and in different ways. And I felt like, you know what? The grace has lifted, you know, the countless hours I spend doing the podcast. I love it. And I do get feedback from all of you and writing the blogs and putting out the social media post and, you know, all the things. And I'm so blessed to have such a following and such a listenership. But the Lord was like, you, I feel like you're working at this. It's not the enjoyment that you once had. And he's right. And so I remember at the Joyce Meyer conference this past September, she said that the Lord spoke to her and said, look, you're working for me, but do you have a relationship with me? And I was like, boom, and that hit me very deeply in my soul because I felt like I was doing, air quote, the Lord's work, but my relationship with him had faltered. So even though it ebbed and flowed and I had come you know, to the idea, I guess, really, and just the realization that Matthew 6.33 was what I was hoping you know, to do in all areas of my life and seek him. And I felt like I was, I was seeking him, but guess what? I was still going off and doing my own thing. And so the Lord has spoken to me a few things over this last six or nine months really here. Uh, One has been the beginning verse. So uh, Shine's anchor scripture is Matthew 5, 14 through 16. But if you look, that section begins with Matthew 5, 13, which is you are called to be salt before you're called to be light. And the Lord introduced me, if you listen to um, my dear sweet friend, Rebecca, she was on a couple weeks ago on on the podcast. I would encourage you to go back and listen. I believe it was one, episode 175, um, but she, I, the Lord introduced me to her and she has been a tremendous blessing in my life and has led me literally down a wellness business um, that I have yielded um, and reaped many health benefits from it. And so you can listen to that podcast and and learn more. And then the Lord also spoke to me about something that relates to my lifetime of singlehood. 
And he gave me the expression of the bride with boots on. And so in typical Franny Foltz fashion, I went in, I bought the domain, I started, you know, I started the social media handle and all the things. I'm not sure where that is leading. And in fact, I'm not 100% sure where God is going in either of these arenas. But I do know that he has aligned people and he has given me opportunities in both of these places. So for right now, I am following Moses's lead and I'm going to use what's in my hand. Just like Moses had the staff in his hand. And sister, I say that to you too. If you are in a place where you're like, I don't know, I don't have what I, I don't have what it takes. I don't have what I need. I don't have the resources. I don't have whatever X, Y, and Z, the degree, you know, whatever that looks like for you, fill it in with this. I have something in my hand. And so I know that the clarification will come when we eliminate distractions, when we take away and we remove, if you will, the chaff and the things that are not producing fruit. And we say, Lord, I trust you. And so I will eliminate the things that are not of you. That's exactly what God wants is that we just come and we just lay our heart in his hands and say, Lord, I trust you. So just like the Israelites were instructed to give their land a rest after every seven years, I, sweet sister friend, am giving shine a rest. After seven years, it has ebbed and flowed, but at the present time, I just feel like God is calling me to do different things. And as Paul instructs, and this is a perfect time of year to be considering this, this uh, passage from Philippians 3, you know, Paul says, do not look back, right? I will not look back. Rather, I will keep pressing onward toward the prize of which I've been called. And so I know for me, my name Francis means free, and I know that I'm called to set captives free. But whatever that assignment might be, I'm not 100% sure. But I know that I'm going to keep pressing forward and helping people break free, whether that be in their health, whether that be in their relationships, whether that be in their finances, the places and the areas in which the Lord has led me to freedom. I'm going to just keep going forward. My word this year is one. And every day, my prayer is that I will help one person. Every day is that I will pray, you know, one minute in my prayer language and pray, you know, and have one moment of silence. Yes, those might feel like legalistic things, but I know that I have gotten sloppy over this last six to nine months. And I know that the Lord is calling me to take small little action steps, one small discipline each and every day to draw closer to him. And so while it might think, while, you know, I'm sitting there thinking like, Lord, but this is what you called me to. And he's saying, yes, I called you to me. Shine was just a conduit. And now I have something else. I don't know exactly what it looks like. I'm not sure if I'll pick it back up or if God will, you know, reinvent it or, you know, reinvigorate it. I'm not exactly hundred percent sure. But I do know that in a C.S. Lewis quote from the Chronicles of Narnia, I know that this has been something that has led me on a lot of adventures. And he says, let us go and take the adventures that fall onto us. Sister, I pray that as you embark upon 2023, that you go and you take the adventure that is known as living a life with Jesus, with him at the center. And I pray that today's show was more than just an update on me and what's going on with Shine. Rather, it was an encouragement for you in air, to keep pressing forward in areas of your life toward the prize that you have been called and to rest perhaps your own personal land as you advance toward the promised land. Or perhaps it's to eliminate distractions and throw off anything that might entangle you 
or that not, might not move you forward and help you progress and bear fruit like we are called to in John 15. Sister, I pray you gleaned information today, but most importantly, I pray that you received revelation from the Holy Spirit that inspires you to move forward and onward and outward. In the um, Hobbit, J.R.R. Tolkien writes, go back, not good at all. Go sideways, impossible. Go forward, indeed, the only thing to do. On we go. So up he got and trotted along with his little sword in front of him and one hand feeling the wall, his heart all pitter-patter. Sister, I pray that you pick up your sword. You let it lead you. Dive into Ephesians 6. The sword is the word of God. That is what we step forward with. We lunge forward at the enemy and we go forward in the dark. And that even with all the fear that might be inside of us, leading our hearts to a little pitter-patter, I pray that you will let him guide you and that his light will shine on the path in which you are to follow. I pray this bless you, dear one. I hope that we remain connected. I will still be on social. I'm not sure at what capacity. Please, by all means, because if I'm not on social, I have a feeling that somewhere along the lines that I will be probably eliminating some social media. Follow on the blog. Simply um, subscribe to the email list because I will be sending updates there. Um, probably more so than social media. As I mentioned, there might be a social media break, hiatus, a fast, a breakup. I don't know exactly what's happening there, but there will be um, other ways to remain connected. So until we meet next time, keep on shining.